Hallelujah. Turn me up just a little bit. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't know how long we're going to teach tonight. The Spirit of the Lord's moving on me. We're going we're gonna to move over in a little different realm. Praise God. Hallelujah. I look for him to fill teeth tonight. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Chronic things will disappear tonight. Praise God. Hallelujah. Some of you will get new direction even tonight. Praise God. Hallelujah. So bless God. Let's stay reverent and holy before God and stay in tune with what we're doing. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now I have, I have handkerchiefs in my pocket and I have handkerchiefs in wherever I can find, find a hole to put them in. Praise God. So if uh, you need a handkerchief and you know someone that's terminal that can't get here, do you understand what I'm saying? If they can get here, you, you bring them Sunday. Praise God. Hallelujah. That's called faith. Faith's an act. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Look over the book table. If you want on our mailing list, have a card back there. Sign up. Have a free book back there. What we, what we, uh, <clears throat> what we, uh, 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 what kind of products we handle. Praise God. Some of them you wouldn't, you know, I'd have to t explain them, and I'm not, not going to do that. So, but look over the book table. Maybe some of you'd like to carry me home with you, so you can get one in tapes. You can do. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Come on. Hamasaka. Come up here, young lady. You. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just stand right there. From this day forward, a holy boldness shall come upon you. And even in the church you're in, you'll be able to stand forth and proclaim what you have heard to know, be, know to be the truth. And those round about, they'll know that without a shadow of a doubt that you've heard truth and you know truth and the boldness you have will proclaim it and cause even those around about you to receive it. In Jesus' name, now. Hallelujah. Praise God. Lay your hands on them. Praise God. Yes, hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah, young lady. Come on up here. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 If you want to speak that over, praise God. Hustle Yeah. 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 I saw. I got it. I got it. I got it. Spirit of the Lord said, from this day forward, he'll even give you songs in the night season. And he'll give you words that will ring true in your heart. And you'll be able to stand up and put on paper and with pen. Even songs that'll bless the body of Christ. And you'll rise up in the night season and praise your God. And as you do, these supernatural gifts will come into play in your life. And you'll be able to bless those round about. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 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 Praise the name of the Lord. Praise God.
Praise God. Hallelujah. You got anything? Hallelujah. 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 Yeah, come on up here. You? No? This lady right back here. Light blue? Yeah, come on up here. Hallelujah. Yeah. 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 That's close enough. Right there. Spirit of the Lord said it's time. It's time, and, it's, and you've been far enough. And this is the time to take hold of the things you've heard. Yea, and minister them even in a stronger way. For you have heard revelation and the victory of God that's in your heart. Yea, you'll be able to speak it out your mouth with great and holy boldness. And your hands, your hands, turn them over. Praise God. And from this day forward, the anointing of God shall rise up within you. And you'll be able to proclaim with great boldness and with authority. Even that the Spirit of God flows through you. Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 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 Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, let's see how far we can get in the Word of God tonight. Turn with me tonight. Hallelujah. You can go ahead and help her up. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 17th chapter of Big John. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. We started night before last on a Monday night talking about being one with God exactly like God the Father was with the Lord Jesus Christ. See, until the body of Christ rises up and takes hold of truth. See, we say the truth, you know the truth and the truth will set you free, but that's not right. See, you've got to continue in the truth. Then you're going to know the truth. You got to live in the truth, abide in it. We need to live in some of these truths. Some of them, people just now hearing some of them. Hallelujah. And we need to take what we're hearing and put it into practice in our life. The Word of God will never be real to you, it'll always be that fella. That person over there, that minister, someone else that God's blessed until you make up your mind, I'm going to hear the Word of God and put it into practice in my life. That's called good ground. So some of these truths, like who our God is in us, has to become, it just has to become your nature. It just has to become so real to you that that's all it is to it. And it does not take a hundred years to do it. Amen? Amen. <clears throat> Jesus had no teachers. He had no teaching. 
But he found himself in the Bible. And he began to walk it out. He didn't just wake up one morning and say, Bless God, I'm the Son of God. Let's go with this thing. No, he didn't do that. He found himself, even as a young age, he could, he could question and, and, and dispute with the elders on the Word of God. Hallelujah. But at 30 years old, of age, he found the place where it's written, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. And he said, that's me. He found the place where it's written, he'd go to the cross. That's talking about me. He found the place where he would see all kind of miraculous things spoken of him, all the authority that man had in the beginning. He said, that's me. That's me. Praise be unto God. So he found himself, and if you're going to ever amount to anything, you're going to have to find yourself in the Word of God. You've got to find yourself. Now tonight, John 17, 20th verse, let's find yourself. Jesus said, Neither pray I these alone, but for them also which shall believe on me through their word, <clears throat> that they all... Those that believe, he's talking about us. That they all may be one as thou, Father, art in me and I in thee. That they also may be one in us. That the world may believe that thou hast sent me and the glory which thou gavest me, I have given them. Why? That they may be one even as we are one. Now go back to the 21st verse. He said that they all may be one, Father, as in the same way, in the same degree, one translation said. One translation said in the same capacity that I was, that we, you are in me, I pray that they'll be one in us. The same capacity, the same degree. See, we have made a mighty mistake in Christendom. We have put the Lord Jesus Christ in a category all to himself and said no one can attain those goals. Isn't that right? No one could ever be like the Lord Jesus. No one could attain those goals. And that's true. You couldn't do it, but God the Father done it for you. God the Father has become one with you just like he was one with the Lord Jesus Christ. He is the vine. You are the branch. What would that do when you got sick? What would that do to you when your child got sick? What would that do to your faith if you understood that when a financial need come up? Why, that's a joke. That's a joke. That's nothing. What would it do if you knew that you were one with God the Father exactly like the Lord Jesus was and you needed a house, needed a car? Huh? How many of you know God don't care if you have a new car? He don't even care what kind you got. It ain't nothing. He said he wants to give you the desires of your heart. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I got more cars and trucks than I can drive. Hallelujah. Most of them give to me. Amen? 
I stopped in front of a Chevrolet place, had four or five men in the back seat, four men. And one of them said, the Lord told me to go over and buy you a car. I said, what kind? I done told my wife that the Lord wanted me to have a red Camaro. Red Camaro? I don't want no red Camaro, Lord. It won't do but 150 in reverse. I mean, it, it'll fly. And here I am, a preacher, driving around in a red Camaro. This fellow said, the Lord just spoke to me. He said, go over and buy you a red Camaro. I said, well, help yourself. I let him out. He walked over and bought a red Camaro. Praise God. I knew why the Lord wanted me to have a red Camaro. I didn't want one. He didn't want me to ever become conservative and fall into a pattern of religion. Do you understand that? God does not want you to be in a pattern. He does not want you in a rut. He wants you to break out of that thing and get a hold of who you are and get on with what God's called us to do. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise be unto God. Praise be unto God. So he said, that they all may be one as thou, Father, art in me and I in thee. Now listen to that. Father, that they all may be one as in the same way, in the same amount, in the same degree, in the same capacity. One translation said that they may be one just as we're one. Just as we're one. Jesus said, now Jesus knew who he was. He said, when you've seen me, you've seen the Father. He said, it's not I that doeth the works, but the Father in me, he doeth the works. See, we need to come to the uh, realization, bless God, it's no longer I, but it's Christ. You need to lose your identity. You need to quit. You know, the whole world's trying to find himself. I seen a woman this evening on Oprah Winfrey's show. What was her name? Leona Judd or something? Country singer? Wine owner or whatever? Rum owner or whatever? She's trying to find herself. She needs to find herself in the Word of God. That's truth. The rest of this stuff, some kind of psychology or something that would keep someone in bondage. We're not in that. Hallelujah. We're in something else. We are in what God said we are. Just as you were with me, Father, I want you to be with them. Well, I believe that. I believe that. I believe when I walk, God walks. Hallelujah. I was in one of them, what they call them full, always eating them full businessmen's gospel. You know, invite said, Brother Sullivan, would you pray? And invite the Lord in. I said, I don't have to pray. He come in when I did. The lip fell out. Swole up. He thinks he's something. Listen, I'm telling you right now, when you get revelation on who you are, it'll humble you. It won't puff you up. It sure won't puff. Knowledge puffs folks up, but revelation knowledge will humble you before the mighty hand of God. 
Hallelujah. Yeah, invite, like, like, invite the Lord in. You ever heard them when they go to leave? Uh, Deacon Jones, would you uh, dismiss us? Yes, amen. Uh, Lord, would you go with us as we go our, like he's going to get off back there at the bookstore or something. You know, he's going he gonna to stay with you till you hit the door. No, he said, I'll never leave you. I'll be with you exactly like I was with the Lord Jesus Christ. I'll be with you when you walk to that empty tomb. I'll be with you when you see that funeral possession. I'll be with you when that child's lying there with 105 fever and there's nothing you can do or call anybody. But bless God, you know, Jesus is here and he's living on the inside of me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. The Father is one with us just exactly like he was with Jesus of Nazareth. Praise God. You know John 1, 12, he said, He came unto his own, his own received him not, but as many as received him gave he the power to become the sons of God. <clears throat> you know what kind of son of God you are? In the same identical class made in the exact image of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God, he said, Ephesians 2.10, you were created in Christ Jesus under good works. You were created in Christ. In other words, he made you out of the Christ. Hallelujah. Whatever he wanted you to be, he put it in the Lord Jesus Christ. Then he drawed you into union. Hallelujah. So God the Father's with you exactly. See, what would that do when you walk in the hospital room and everybody's sick? Huh? Hallelujah. I was young in the Lord. I didn't know a whole lot, but I knew this. I knew, bless God, God the Father was me with me. I done found this. I've been knowing these verses years. Hallelujah. That he is with me just like he was with the Lord Jesus Christ. I walked out of the hospital one day visiting some folks, and a, a black woman hollered at me and said, Would you go see Mama? What's wrong with Mama? She, well, she's dying. She's under auction tent up there. They said she won't make it a couple of days. She said, yeah, I'll go see her. Her name was Augie. I went up there. She's under an auction tent. And I got up under that auction tent with her. And I, I, you know, I don't know who she saved. But I hollered as loud as I could under that auction tent. And she said, Jesus. And she accepted the Lord as her Savior. I laid hands on her chest under that auction tent. She's something 70, 80 years old. Hallelujah. And I said, Augie, in the name of Jesus, you are healed. I promise you. I left there. The next day I come by and made rounds up through the hospital, and I went in Augie's room. And Augie's gone. Tent's gone. The nurse come in and said, <clears throat> you the one prayed for her? I said, Why? <laughs> I don't know. She could have died and they cared. You know, I, <laughs> I have thoughts like that just like you do. <clears throat> Hallelujah. She said this morning at daylight we let her go. Said she called her daughter. She's setting up. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. I said, yeah, I'm the one prayed for. said, well, would you pray for us? And she went to the nurse's desk, and five of them nurses come in the room wanting me to pray for them. 
I got us this and I got us that. Let me tell you something. One miracle will call for ten of them. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> Praise be unto God. God the Father is with you. Whether you ever get a revelation of it or not, he's with you, whether you know it or not, or ever even use it, just like he was with Jesus. He'll do the same thing through you that he did through the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise God. If you believe that, shout amen. amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. In 1 Corinthians 6, 17, said, He that joined the Lord's one spirit. Colossians 3, 3 said, I have died and my life is hid with Christ in God. So, you need to understand this. If you'll understand this, it'll help you a million miles. That you do not have but one spirit in you. And that's the spirit of the living God. Hallelujah. The spirit of the living God does not live in your spirit. He that's joined the Lord is one spirit. You don't have the Holy Spirit in your spirit. The Holy Spirit is now your spirit. Can you say amen? amen. Hallelujah. What was Jesus' spirit? You know what the spirit of Christ is? The Holy Ghost? The Holy Spirit? Huh? Spirit of truth? It's all one spirit. It's all one spirit. Praise God. Hallelujah. So we've got a spirit in us that was that came straight out of heaven itself. It is in union with the mighty God, the creator of the universe. Praise be unto God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you remember what I say, you, your spirit and God's spirit is not two separate spirits. They're one. Praise God. He said in Big John 7.38, said, Out of your innermost being, out of your spirit, shall flow rivers of living water. Rivers, not just a river of it, rivers of living water. How is he going to do that? Because the spirit of the living God's in you and the anointing of God is within you. Everything that was in Christ is now in you. See, the mystery of this thing, what's the mystery? Christ, the anointed one, living on the inside of you. Living in you. Hallelujah. We sign our letters in Christ and don't even know what we're talking about. Love you in Christ. What does that mean? I don't know. I don't know. In Christ. And just have some kind of old saying. You know, Paul understood who he was. He'd stand up and say, Greetings from the Lord Jesus Christ. Peace from God the Father. He knew he represented God. Do you understand that? He knew without a shadow of a doubt, I am an ambassador. I am the highest ranking official that's sent from the kingdom of God to the kingdom of darkness. None higher than you. None higher. No higher. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, he said, out of your belly, out of your innermost being, God flowing out of you by the anointing, by the Holy Ghost. Praise God. 2 Corinthians 5, 17 says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new species, a new kind of a human. You need to think of yourself that. You know what the highest thing most Christians think they are? Well, we're, you know, we're just old sinners saved by grace. I heard a fellow the other day preaching on, on TV, and I thought, my God, he ought to be whooped with a dead armadillo. 
to spew that trashy stuff out on the body of Christ. To spew that out. Tell somebody that. Belittle the work of Almighty God. You mean to tell me that a new creation ain't the best God can do? Son, when he made us, he made the blue, he got the blue ribbon. He got the best. Hallelujah. He created you the best, the holiest, the sanctified. I mean, the totally redeemed. There's no way you could be any better. Well, I'm trying to do better. Be patient with me. Well, I'm not going to be patient with you. You already better. You're so good that God, the holy God, pure God can live on the inside of you. Lord, that they may be one, even as we are one. Hallelujah. Second Corinthians 5, 17, Philip's translation said, If any man be in Christ, he's, he becomes a new person. He's a new person. Someone thinks, oh, do I look different? No, he's talking about your spirit man. See, if your spirit man receives this life of God, it'll affect your mind and it'll affect your physical body. Praise God. When I got saved, I had a cancer on my lip. I had high blood pressure. The uh, doctor told me, you got your blood pressure is 280-something, and the low end was 190. I was a heathen, full-blood, rested heathen. I left there and got drunk. He said, I need to put you in the hospital. I ain't putting me nowhere. I'd, look, I'd be shaving in the mirror and my heart just beating like that. Hallelujah. I was big around as Goodyear blimp. <laughs> Hallelujah. But when I got born again, immediately that cancer dried up on my lip. And I'm telling you, that high blood pressure left here like a snowball in the hot August sunshine. Praise God, it left here. Hallelujah. I mean, I smoke a lot of days. When I'd be drinking, I'd smoke a carton of cigarettes. Always changing brands. I couldn't breathe. I never thought it was that brand, done it. <laughs> Son, I got on that Marlboro's one time, and I'm telling you right now, I had a little V in my lip, just fit them. That cancer done eat in there. But I'm telling you what, three days after I got born again, I'm telling you when, see, when I used to drink, a lot of times on Sunday I'd run out of something to drink, and I had a grocery store. I'd go down there and get a bottle of Doc Tish's, one of them dollar bottles. I think it must be seven, eight dollars now, you know. And I'd pour it in a big Coke. And it turned that Coke white. And I turned that thing up and drank that. Whoo! Uh, I'll tell you what. I, I guarantee you that'll set you free, son. <laughs> More ways than one. <laughs> well, when I got born again, see, when I got saved sitting in my living room, July the 10th, 1976 at 9.30 on a Wednesday morning, the Lord walked into my living room and he killed me. And that, I, it felt just like I drank a bottle of that Dr. Tishner's and I turned white all on the inside. And that night, you know what I did Wednesday night? I went to church. I ain't missed church since I've been saved. Hallelujah. I was going to a Presbyterian church and so I went to church and he had about five, six hundred members. And on Wednesday night, he had 
12, 18 show up, about like other denominational church. Anyway, I was sitting in the audience, and he tried to preach, and he um, finally he just stopped. He said, Buzzy, what are you doing here tonight? I said, Sam, today, 9.30 this morning, Jesus walked into my living room, and I got born again. That Presbyterian preacher, he acted worse than any Pentecost. He come out of that pulpit and grabbed me and went to jumping up. Embarrassed me. <laughs> jumping up and down, shouting hallelujah. First month, first month I got saved. I got 125 people saved. First month. Easiest thing in the world to get someone saved. I don't ask them, would you like to know the Lord? No, bless God. Give me your hand. Let's get saved. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. The doctor operated on me one time. I got shot five times. I told you that. And he told me, he said, when you get out of here, I want to talk to you about the Lord. I said, about what? I know what the man, he's Methodist. He'd go on medical journeys in South America, Central America. And after I, he never did come tell me about the Lord, but after I got saved, he come on to know what happened. I said, I got born again. I knew that. I had found John 3, 3. I knew that part, you know. Hallelujah. And he said, how did it happen? And I told him what happened. And he said, I ain't never heard of such a thing as that. I'm telling you, when I got saved in Arkansas, I ran a grocery store, and, I, and we had started something called uh, Affiliated Foods. Thirteen of us joined together and started, and it went all over Arkansas that Sutherland got saved. Now, I, you know, it wasn't nothing my name to be in the paper, and it wasn't for advertising groceries either. <laughs> And it went all over. People called me from all over Arkansas when I got saved. Said, I heard you got saved. Heard you got religion. they tell me that, and then that'd make me hot, see. You know, I wasn't quite sanctified. I said, who you think you talking to? Talking to me about some religion. I ain't got no religion. I said, I done met Jesus. Man, sheriff, everybody come. Say, well, what happened? What happened? Man, I'd be walking down the street. I'd be walking down the street and time again to the end of the street. I'd have 12, 15 people standing there and they'd be wanting to know about how, how Jesus come into your life. You wasn't in church. See, folks train, you got to get it at church. Church ought not never be a place they get saved. Them streets is out there is where they're supposed to get saved. They're to bring them in here. And that's where we make disciples and teach them. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. So, if any man be in Christ, one translation said, the original conditions have passed away. Hey, they have been replaced by new conditions. There's a new condition taking place in your life. Turn with me back to the 14th chapter of Big John. Hallelujah. Look in the uh, 15th verse. <clears throat> said, if you love me, keep my commandments. And I'll pray the Father, he'll give you another comforter, that he might 
abide with you till you do something wrong. Oh, I missed that. What if you do something wrong? See, we faith people say, well, you know, if you do something wrong, bless God, you give place to the devil. No, you have not. You never give place to the devil by anything that you act. What you do is between you and God, not you and the devil. Amen? Amen. Well, don't it say don't give place to the devil? Well, don't give him no place. Better translation says, when you're in a sulky frame of mind, that's when the devil has his greatest opportunity. So we don't want to give him a place, especially in our thinking. He is defeated. He's totally defeated and has no power, no authority, and has no rights where you are concerned. See, praise God, hallelujah. Now listen to him here. I'm going to send you another comforter that he may abide with you forever. 17th verse, even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive. Why can't they receive? Because they don't see it, neither do they know him. But you know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. He goes on to say, I will not leave you comfortless. I'll come to you. I'm coming. I'm coming back. Hallelujah. Yet a little while, and the world see me no more, but ye see me, because I live, ye shall live also. And at that day ye shall know that I am in the Father, ye in me, and I in you. Now, if he told them disciples that 2,000 years ago, it's about time we figured it out. Huh? I mean, not, not just some kind of doctrine. Not, see, this thing has to be vital with you. Hallelujah. When you lay hands on somebody, you need to expect the rivers of life to flow out of you and affect the healing in folks. Hallelujah. This thing's by faith. Christ lives in your heart by faith. I put them handkerchiefs in my pocket by faith. I believe that the anointing of God will store up in them and affect the uh, healing and drive out anything of the enemy. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 One spirit like Jesus was with the Father. Not just with you, but in you. And never leave you nor forsake you. Never leave you. You know, this thing he says is a mystery. What is it? Christ in you. Christ means the ability of God. It don't mean Amen. that just he, uh, Jesus is with you. It means you've got the ability of God in you. See, the body of Christ needs to know that. Amen? Amen. I, I don't know if I told you, but uh, one of my friends came by last week, first of the week, and uh, veterans had, had cut, cut a thing off his eye. It looked real good. But he said they found a tumor size of a half a dollar. Said, we've been noticing it for a year and a half. Said, it was real little, but said, all of a sudden it started growing, and when it did, we figure it's malignant. And so, now listen to me. My friend does not know a lot. He didn't know, you know, who he is or none of this. But I do. Do you know you can use your faith 
God don't care if he comes down your faith, my faith, his faith, or what. He's got to have a road to come down, though. He's got to have someone believing. Can you say amen? I said, Felton, I'm going to lay hands on you. And when I do, I'm going to curse that, and that thing's going to dry up, and you tell them x-ray me again. And they're going to say, why? And you tell them exactly what happened. said, a friend of mine laid hands on me. He went up there and he told them, said, would you look at that thing again? And they looked at that thing again and they couldn't find that thing again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now listen to me. That's what he wants to do through us, not through me. God does not want anybody. You know, he's had to use anybody that he could. He, don't, he, he didn't want to, in the healing revivals, you know, man, widespread healing. And we say they came to an end and he started another way. I mean, they should have been going stronger right now than they was back then. God don't put something in the body of Christ to come to an end. Hallelujah. Can you say amen? amen. Never leave you. Never forsake you. In John, big John, look at the 16th chapter and the 7th verse. Hallelujah. He said, nevertheless, I'm going to tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the Comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. Hallelujah. 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 He said, now it's going to be better for you if I go away. It's going to be, one translation, Rig said, it'll be to your advantage. Now, how do they figure that? Don't you know, man, he's met our every need. We've seen him do the miraculous. We've seen him walk on water. We've seen him raise the dead. He's provided every need. Whether it's taxes, anything come up, he was our man. Now, he's going to leave, and he said, it's going to be better. Well, he said, I tell you the truth, it's going to be better. He told him, said, it's a lot of things I'd like to tell you, but you can't handle it right now. Wait till the comforter comes. For if I go to the Father, I'll send you the comforter, and he'll teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I've told you. I depend on him all the time to tell me, to tell me, tell me. Amen. Praise God. Reveal this word to me. Praise God. The Spirit... The same spirit that was in Jesus of Nazareth, that same spirit is now in us. Praise God. In Colossians 1.19, said it pleased the Father that in him all the fullness would dwell. It pleased God that every bit of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost was in Christ. Can you say amen? Amen. Well, John 1, 16 said, Of his fullness have we all received in grace for grace. Whatever he's full of, you're full of. See, Colossians 2, 2, 9 and 10 said, In him dwelt the fullness of the Godhead, Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. And by your union with him, you're filled with the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. Father, that you may be one even as we're one. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My God, he's not alongside me. Well, go with us as we leave. No, he ain't going with me. Bless God, he's going in me. 
It's one God and Father of all who's above all and through all and in you all. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, what's he doing in there? Most of the time he's lying there uh, 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 dormant because won't nobody put, put him to work. You got to activate this stuff. You got to lay hands on people. You got to speak God's word. Hallelujah. You know, I confess every day of my life, my words are spirit and they're zoe. They're life. If I speak to something, it'll live. If I speak to something, it will die. Hallelujah. My words are spirit and they're life. Jesus said my word. I, will, I, I believe that my God's with me just like he was with the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, one of the things they asked overseas is where's this God live? Where's this God live? One of the things they asked T.L. Osborne, India, and all those places, where is this God live? You know, when I was running the grocery store, this fellow used to trade with me. Name was Dugan. Dugan Grimes. He was a little bitty fella. And his wife was about, she looked about like an R.C. Kohlebach, big woman. And they'd come in the store on Saturday, and Dugan, you know, he worked in Logwoods, and he's a little bitty fella, he run a chainsaw. And uh, he'd get him two or three little snorts, you know, before he'd come to town, done got him a little half pint, and he'd come to town, and he'd just, you know, bouncing, you know, you know and, 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 and she's holding his hand, you know, where he wouldn't run off or something. <laughs> Hallelujah. But I'd, say, I'd be sitting in my office, I had a microphone, and I'd holler at him, Dugan, Yasa, where you live at? And he'd say, Four oh four Brewster. And he'd say it like it had 19 zeros in it. And he'd go around, you know, and he'd give him a half gallon, burrap serves, this and that, and he's going all around. And I'd ask him again. He'd slip behind one of them counters and get him another little dip, uh, a shot of that F and I red. Dugan, where you live? Four, four, Brewster. And, he, and that tickled me. I don't know why that was funny to me. That, would, that tickled me. <laughs> the way, way he talked. And she had him by the hand, pushing the buggy. You know, he's about this high and she's up him. Hallelujah. Well, where does God live? He live on four, four, Buzzy Street, bless God. Amen. Where does he live? He lives on four, four, Jeanette Street. Hallelujah. Where does he live? He lives on 404 Ray Street. Where does he live? Where does he reside? Where can we get in touch with him? Well, get over to my house. I'll tell you where he is. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 They called me one day. I got a rare type blood. I don't, some kind of negative. I think it's old negative. That's the only thing I got about me is negative, though. <laughs> and they called and said, this, this woman said, we done used up all the blood. And she's got leukemia and said, there's no one left in, in, in this area. We've done used everybody's blood up. And I said, would you consider giving some blood? I said, who is it? told me, well, I knew the woman. Did not like her. 
Didn't like none of her kinfolk. But I done been born again. And so I went up there to the hospital. And I told her. I said, now, you tell her. Oh, they took my blood and carried it up there to her right then. She had to have some shot right then. She couldn't wait to separate, do none of that. And they asked me, he said, you ever had the high blood? You ever had this? Yeah. I said, let me tell you what you do. You get some of them carried in there, and, 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 and you'll see. I got the purest blood that you've ever seen. This woman that, that I was talking to, the nurse, she was one of my Sunday school teachers in the Baptist church when I was a kid. I said, I got the blood. I said, I got the blood of God in me. I didn't, but I didn't know any better then. But the life and nature of God had affected my blood. I've got good blood. Praise God. Hallelujah. Anyway, she tested and come back and said, you got the highest hemoglobin, this, that, and all that. I said, fine. Anyway, I said, I'm going up there with you. And when you give her my blood, see, they usually will just take a pint. And I said, well, you can get you a quart. You can get you a quart this time. She said, well, you'll have to drink some wine. I said, I don't drink wine. You know, I, I, I give grape juice at my church. I got so many wine holes in there. I, I can't give. I can't give. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> I got a friend, a preacher of the Church of Christ. said, well, you don't give wine. You don't serve wine. I said, I can't afford to. <laughs> Lose half my church. <laughs> Anyway, I told this woman, I said, now, when they give you this blood, when they give you this blood, now, I believe, what if Jesus gave blood? What would it do? Now, what would it do? Well, I don't know. I never did hear about it. I'll tell you what it would do. It would affect the healing. And I told her, I said, now, when you take this blood, they asked me how long for, would, would you be willing to give some blood next week? Said you you can drink a lot of coke and drink. They said wine. They won't drink that and you know coke and everything else. Try to build your blood up. My daddy had this rare type of blood, and I remember, I remember he loved to give blood because he'd get on that wine after that, and he'd, he'd get on that wine, you know, and he'd be wall-eyed for a week or two, you know. Oh, and he didn't give but a pint, you know. I give her a quart, and I said get a quart. They said, we ain't really supposed to do that. I said, you better get it because I don't know where I'll be. I might be preaching somewhere out. Fat man. Amen. Hallelujah. She wasn't even saved. She took that blood, and that was on a Friday. And Sunday morning, she walked in church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Gave her life to Jesus. Got filled with the Holy Ghost. Can you say Amen. You've got something on the inside of you that the world cannot do anything about. You've got God himself, the creator of the universe, dwelling on the inside of you. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We started a church in a little town called Monticello, Arkansas. And a dear old sister came one Friday night, Sister Foster. She said, my son Larry had a car wreck and said he cracked his skull, broke his pelvis and said they wanted me to go to Little Rock with him. Said, I'm not going. Said, I'm going to wait on Brother Buzzy. Said, what can we do? 
I said, we'll pray tonight. See, you can use your faith. You've got the God kind of faith. You've got faith. Well, what is he going to believe laying up there with a cracked skull? Now, what's he going to believe? He can't. He, the doctors told him, so Sister Foster said, we'll we just be honest with you. If he lives, he won't be anything but a vegetable. He said, Brother Buzz, we, we ain't going to have that, are we? No, we're not going to have it, Sister Foster. And we prayed, and she got, we, we let out about 9 that night, and she called me at 10 o'clock that night, and she said, Larry called and said, I'm coming home. I'm coming home. Hallelujah. That's our God. That's our God. That's not me. That's not, oh, he's got a special anointing. You know, I, I was preaching up there at Ramah, and they, a lot of miracles was happening, and they said, yeah, he can do that. He's got the gift of faith on him. See, that made me warm under my collar. <laughs> See, accusing, well, it, it's some kind of special something he's got. God ain't got no special something for nobody. Hallelujah. He's got individuals that he wants anointed by the Spirit of God. Every one of them believing. Every one of them knowing that they're in union with him, doing the works of Jesus Christ, and operating just exactly like our master. Can you shout amen? amen. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. First John 4, 4. Greater is he that's in us. Jerusalem Bible said, You are from God and you have in you one who is greater than anyone in the world. You're from God. How many of you know you're from God? Another translation, Doddridge. Greater and more powerful by far is he that is in you. Greater and more powerful is he that's in you than any cancer. Can you say amen? amen? Hallelujah. We were in Moulton, Alabama. How long ago? Three weeks. Lady brought a little baby down, five, six years old, toting her on the shoulder. What's wrong with this baby? Said, born with spinal bifida. How many of you know what that is? Spinal bifida. She said that's a hole in her spine, and she's paralyzed from her waist down, and she has a colostomy on her. Now listen to me. We're talking about living in the miraculous. Amen. Not letting anything deter us. Amen. I don't care what they bring before us. Greater is he that is in us. Can you say amen? amen? I said, hand that baby to my wife. I said, now you stand behind my wife. And I said, are you going to feel the power of God that goes into this child? This child will be either instantly healed or begin to amend from this very hour. One of those two, two things has to happen if you make connections. Well, just hold fast, brother, hold fast. I'll tell you what about hold fast. I believe things are supposed to change. Hallelujah, just like in Jesus' ministry. I laid hands on this child, and the power of God went through that child, through my wife, and her mama standing over fine. It knocked her flat in the floor. Now, she knows what went into that baby. Now, her faith's arisen. I left there that night. Pastor called me the next day. He said, you know the little girl had spinal bit? Yeah. Said, uh, her mother called this morning and said, the little girl said, Mama, I want to stand up. She told us, Sugar, you, you can't stand up. She said, Mother, I can stand up. 
and said she took her by the hand she stood up and started walking hallelujah 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 she wouldn't sit down her mama said well sit down and rest a while and you can get up a minute she said I've been sitting down all my life she stood up so long that she fell over the floor and went to sleep <laughs> hallelujah 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 Praise God, praise God, praise God. In that meeting, I said the teeth will be filled tonight. And teeth began to be filled. You feel aluminum taste in your mouth. Praise God. We prayed over a handkerchief and sent it to a woman in the hospital. Had lymphoma cancer all over her body, all over her limb nose gland. Bless God. And the doctor said, we can't find it. We've made a bad diagnosis. And they'd been ministering chemotherapy to her for a year and a half. Hallelujah. That's our God, folks. You say, well, bless God, that's you. You're a minister. This is for the believing ones. Do you know who you are? You're a believing one. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Hallelujah. Not I, but Christ that liveth in us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know... I was at Raymond Prayer and Healing School and uh, Jim Hockaday had been telling him folks Buzzy's coming, Buzzy's coming he'll be here at a certain date he's coming, special healing anointing, special healing anointing well, when I got there that morning the whole thing was filled up everybody was there, well sick, everything in the world and I was down there at the front and started preaching and a woman, they rolled her in in a, in a wheelchair and she said, where's that buzzy fella? She is blind. Where's that buzzy fella? Where's he at? I said, oh woman, shut your mouth and listen. That's you. That's you. Like you something. Let me tell you something. Ain't no hot shots in this but Jesus. Now if you won't humble yourself before the hand of God and, and say, bless God, I don't feel like Jesus lives there. It don't look like he does, but he said so, so I'm going to act just like he's there. Yes. Hallelujah. She said, lay hands on her. Shut up. She wouldn't be quiet. And my driver that drove me up there, I said, I ain't going to lay hands on you. And I said, Gatewood, go lay hands on her. I'll show you something. Hallelujah. She, he went and laid hands on her and her eyes popped open. It ain't I. It's Christ. It ain't I. It's Christ. Do you understand that? There ain't no pressure on you to heal anybody. Ain't no pressure on you to do anything. But act on God's Word. Put Him to work. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 Turn with me, if you will, to little John. First little John, the fourth chapter. I don't know what verse. We'll look when we get over there. 13th verse. First little John 4, 13. Hereby know we that we dwell in him and he in us because he has given us of his spirit. How many of you can talk in tongues? Well, then you've been given of his spirit. Hallelujah. 
Well, then he dwells in you. Can you say amen? 15th verse. Whosoever shall confess that Jesus is the Son of God, God dwells in him and he in God. Now that's what we're talking about. One with Almighty God. You cannot be separated. He said, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. I'll be with you always, even unto the end of the world. Can you say amen tonight? Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. You know, I can look over here in the front of my book and start telling you about Here's a fellow, Harley Strange, cancer in both lungs, Augie, life support, Ms. Lama, black cancer on her face, Edward Lee, delivered from, uh, been possessed with devils since he's five years old, Paul Trocla's mother, Merle Benson, here's a man in a coma, wasn't saved, God brought back, Floyd Lee, got three in one, saved, filled the Holy Ghost, healed of a hernia, all at one setting. I can go on, I, I've got pages after pages that I've kept records on. Here's a woman, here's a, a woman, Helen Hudson, brought her little granddaughter. She was born without a rectum, and God built her one. She fell out under the power of God, and I said, my God, it was 15, 20, 30 minutes. I didn't know what to do. I said, what am I going to do, Lord? I was going to preach, going to What's happening? said, I got an angel operating on her. They carried her back to Houston to the doctor. And the doctors went to shout and praise God. God had performed a, a total creative miracle. Can you say amen? amen? That's shut up in your bones. That's shut up in your bones. That's what God wants to do through you. Do you think I'm trying to get you off out there and get you hurt? Huh? I wouldn't, I wouldn't get up here and tell a lie about some of this and get you out. Man, God will perform whatever you'll believe him for. Amen. He'll do whatever you, you'll act upon. Amen. Hallelujah. Here's a woman fell dead in the church. She's living. Jesse Burnett, heart stroke. Bill Hockaday, Parkinson's disease. Cigarettes, heart disease. Big Ann. I ain't never told y'all about Big Ann. You don't want to tell about Big Ann. Okay. <laughs> Great big woman. She partake of strong drink. And one Christmas, a couple of days before Christmas, they started celebrating Christmas. And it snowed. And they got out in the yard on Christmas Eve, and they was all drunk. And Big Ann fell down. Well, they worked on Big Ann all day long trying to get her up, and they'd fall. The neighbors come out, they're laughing. They've got a vaudeville show going. Oh, they laughed. They thought it was the funniest thing in the world. They'd get her about halfway and she'd slip. I mean, this woman, she, I mean, this, she's, she's missed five by five. She don't measure no more from her head to her toe than she do from side to side. I mean, she's a big woman. <laughs> I'm telling you, a nice size. They worked with us till just about dark. And they couldn't get her up. I mean, the neighbors laughing. I'm talking about, I mean, they had a group of them out there, 50, 60 people watching her. So they took Big Ann and rolled her up under the house and got some toe sacks and quilts and chalked up on her and left her up under there. And they went on the house and stayed drunk the rest of the night. And the next morning, next morning, they come got Big Ann out about daylight. Well, she is hollering. Ah, and the neighbors come out again. Oh, and they, uh, they live, you know, in Christmas. 
It's Christmas Day. They done got her out there slipping in a slide. That, 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 that snow done got ice in they slide. Finally, someone called the fire department. They took a horse and got her up. <laughs> now this old, I mean, this woman was rough. I'm talking about rough folks called her rough. You know what trashy folks is? Trashy folks called her trashy. <laughs> well, I got an old boy saved. He had a string of women. He's one of them pimps. Anyway, he said, you know... <laughs> Hallelujah. He said, you remember old Big Ann, don't you? Yeah, no, Big Ann. Well, said she got saved about a year or two ago. Said she did, yeah. Said, but you know she's been in a wheelchair a pretty good while. I hadn't seen her in 10 or 12 years. Said, she's in a wheelchair. Said, well, I said, well, let's go over and get her healed. Went over there. And she said, uh, man, it's so glad to see y'all. And uh, I said, come over here to get you healed. She said, I've been looking for someone to pray the prayer of faith for two years. I said, you don't have to look no further. I'm the dude that prays the prayer of faith. I can pray it. She said, you can pray the prayer of faith. Now, ain't that pitiful that no one in her denomination knew how to pray the prayer of faith. They thought it took some kind of special something. Oh, my God, he can pray the prayer of faith. Let me tell you something. I've been praying the prayer of faith two days after I was born again. Jesus Christ spoke to me audibly and said, Jesus Christ is your healer. Well, I can pray for the sick. Praise God. Anyway, laid hands on her. She jumped out of that wheelchair on that linoleum floor. That panoleum, it wasn't, you know, linoleum's about that thick. This panoleum's about uh, as thick as a Prince Albert cigarette paper. You know, she was dancing on that thing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How come? Because someone knew something enough about the Bible that believed that God lived on the inside of them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't you leave here without a revelation of this tonight. Praise God. Hallelujah. Here's a woman, Nancy Robinson. I worked one Wednesday working on my wife's stuff, and I would come to church, and I was wore out, and I said, So, tonight... I'm going to apologize. I'm tired. Ain't no anointing on me. Ain't nothing on me. I feel like I ain't even saved. But being I feel like that, I'm just going to designate tonight miracle night. And I look back at that woman. She had some glasses on. She come up here. Took her glasses and throwed them away. Laid hands on her and God healed her just like that. Let me tell you something. You've got more authority than you ever thought you had. You've got a more authority, bless God. You need to declare what you want to come to pass. Can you say amen? amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. There's a lady left a walker. There's a woman, there's a fella. That fella come, had a back brace on. He broke his back. Uh, Bill Lips. They brought, they brought him up in the prayer room. I laid hands on and prayed for him and he cut that cast off. He had a car wreck. They broke it. His back was broke. But blessed be God, when I laid hands on him, God healed him. That's our God. That's our God. That's the God that lives in you. Father, that, they, that you may be one, even as we're one. Hallelujah. You get anything out of this tonight? Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 Every head bowed. Every eye closed. Praise God. Are you here tonight? 
and you're not sure of your salvation. If you're not sure that you're born again, all I want you to do is raise your hand. You don't even have to come down here. If you're not sure, raise your hand. All right, I see that hand. Who else? Don't be bashful. Hallelujah. You can put that hand down. Who else? Praise God. Who else? All right, let's lead them to the throne of grace. Everyone say this with him. Dear Father, in the name of Jesus, I accept Jesus as my personal Savior. And this night, I declare him Lord of my life. I believe he died for me and that you raised him from the dead. So therefore, Lord, I thank you that I'm saved. I thank you that I'm born again. I thank you I'll serve you every day of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Well, if you need hands laid on you for healing, get up out of your seat and come on down front. Praise God. If you need one of these hatches...